Coming to you live from the Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berea, Ohio, this is Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Here are your hosts, Bo Bishop and Nathan Zagura. All right, let's do it live on a football Friday home opener edition of Cleveland Browns Daily. I am merely Bo. He is the great Z. Oh, baby. Away we go. We're back, baby. We're back. Looking for two and oh. Week two kicked off last night. Amazon Prime. Gibbe, Gibbe was at an establishment and everybody at the establishment because they didn't get the game for whatever reason. Uh-huh. It was sitting there watching it on their phones. Too bad you didn't have a light. Then you could. You had a button that you just you. pressed that said on. Then you, you had three buttons I got to press. It's fine. That's efficient. You gotta, you, <laughs> who designed Again. this place? Gibby did. I know. Yeah. Three buttons. Sure, I did. Three buttons to get sure. on air. Yeah. <laughs> Make it as hard as possible. That's all. Put in a face, I, a retina I scanner. Need, yeah. I need get more obstacles in my life today. <laughs> That's where I'm at. So you were at a place that didn't have it? Correct. Wow. Got to make do. <clears throat> NFL Plus, kids. Right on the telly. Yeah. I you, you feel like that? there was the guy that told us about the Spectrum business. Apparently, that's the way to handle that. Yeah. That's, I or guess. Or get somebody to, like, cast it to one of the TVs, at least. Yeah. Do you want to do the game or the broadcast first? What are you most interested in? Broadcast first. Okay. Broadcast first. Mm-hmm. Positives for me. Absurdly remarkable picture quality. Yeah, it was really Stunningly good. Stunningly so. It was like, very good. When you only have one game and every camera is a 1080p, then that's what you get. So it was crystal clear. It was shot like the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, you know, not every, not every NFL game is shot with that quality of camera, and that quality of camera was noticeable right away. So no doubt. that was a big positive for me. What's a big positive for you? I got others. Uh, Al Michaels being on the call is, yeah, is a huge right. positive. Um, I thought that, to your point, it was stunning. Now, early on, it actually – the voices weren't timed up with the people talking for I heard, me. I heard somebody else say that this morning. I didn't have that problem. Mine were synced. So, I had it on one TV. It wasn't. On yeah. the other TV, it was fine. And then I had to, like, reset that TV, and then it was fine. Yeah. But it was something – something was weird about that initially. Got that sorted out. Uh, I thought the sky cams ability to like follow the players. I mm-hmm. thought it was great. Um, I, I thought it was just a, a very well presented game. Um, I think that, you know, the team is good. Al Herbie and, and Kaylee Hartung. I thought that they were all, I thought it was good. I thought it was a good, it felt like watching a TV broadcast, like a normal, like oh, yeah. you wouldn't know you're watching it through some app. So uh, that part of it was very standard. And it was a, a good football game that the chargers are going to kick themselves for blowing and, Probably mad at us because we nailed once again. It. Uh, yeah, of course we did. We nailed it. I mean, I don't know how many times we can lead you to the water. We lead you. We told you that this we week. We told you how it would go. We told you. What did we say? We said week one was for the true people. Yep. We told you that. Then we said this week we're going to open it up for everybody. Yep. And everybody gets it. Everybody gets it this week. So now Wet we're just coming straight and we've mm-hmm. done it. And now we're 2-0 and on Thursday nights. You just got to keep paying attention to the scores, but also to the commentary about, about the, the scores. scores. That's the key on that That's one. That's the key. Um, I thought that they – initially when they came on, I thought that they there was too much uh, crowd noise that you could almost not understand Herbie and Al, and then yeah. I think they overcorrected and there wasn't too enough little. because it was almost none yeah. going forward. Um, I think it's really hard to do what Herbie and Al did. Two people who have never worked together all of a sudden doing – 
three and a half hours of television together with very – it felt like the breaks were short. In some instances, they were like 30 seconds. In some instances, part of the break was Al reading a promo for Lord of the Rings for 45 seconds, yeah, which like was amazing. Yeah, with half of the, the yeah. promo and then half of the city, which I thought was very weird. Was. Yeah, that was strange. Um, but I, I was fine with it. I think the biggest takeaway for me is they've actually done it. Yep. Like Amazon has done it. And here's what they did. You pay for Amazon. I pay for Amazon. The whole reason that we all signed up for the streaming services is so we didn't have to watch commercials. And guess what? Once you're into one of those, you can't flip. Nope. You're stuck. That is the – I can't even tell you. I was probably – I mean, I remember the first TV that we had when I was a kid didn't have a remote, and you'd have to go up there physically and hit the channels oh, yeah, in. Sure, sure. Physically do or it. Move a dial even. Or even dial. Yeah. But ours was a punch button that you'd have to do. Electric. That's the last time that I didn't go off of a game in commercials. It was nuts to sit there and just be cap, you know, cap, you know, be captive yeah. to this that I couldn't leave. They've done it. So not only do you do we all pay for Amazon Prime, part of the idea of the streaming services is, is that I don't have to watch commercials. Well, now I had to watch commercials. They've done it in every way. They got you in every single way, promoted their stuff heavily. Oh, why wouldn't they? They own it. They can do whatever they want. Theoretically, they don't even have to take commercials. Right. I didn't notice if, if whatever. Remember, we were talking yesterday, the discussion about the breaks. I didn't notice if there were more or less. I didn't notice anything. Felt like, like that. they were shorter. Yeah. But I don't know. Did, what did you feel, Gibby? Did you keep a close eye on that? Um, they took them at weird times. That's for sure. They were pretty uh, random. Yeah. I mean, it, it for the most part, they kept them where they should be. But there were moments where I was like, "Why are you taking a like? That's a full break. That's yeah. not a thirty second. That's a, not a drop-in. That's a full break, and I'm not sure why you took it there. Yeah. Um, it, they were they should be the same times. Yeah, they, 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 they can do whatever they want. Like, same times. They theoretically could do whatever they want. That's right. Because they, the, they don't Kansas need to City take told any. Me they were on edge for the entire process. I would be. <laughs> yeah, I believe that they would be. Um, so so all of that was, was pretty interesting. Um, I think that the pregame show, they should have just taken the NFL pregame show and put it on. Because that was – that was a little rough. That yeah. seemed like people who who weren't really familiar with each other much. No, being kind of thrust no. into. They being should have just brought in right. Exactly that formula yeah. would work, was working. That was a well oiled machine. Yeah, about to get a special guest in the studio. Right, will you bring him? Bring on. You, how do you want to roll? Quick timeout. Quick timeout. MJ Emerson on the other side of this quick timeout. Oh, listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on eight fifty ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. OBM, the official printer partner of the Cleveland Browns. While you depend on your Browns to win, you can always depend on OBM because they can tackle any size office. Call 216-485-2000 or visit ohiobusinessmachines.com. Joined now in studio by our incredibly talented rookie cornerback, MJ Emerson. Good to see you, buddy. You know, we were uh, – there's a lot to get to here, but in the break we were discussing – and this is, I think, one of the great accomplishments. Dom's in here saying that, that – I mean, we're talking about this rookie now, top yeah. five best dressed in the operation. Yes, sir. That's bringing it out of the gates, man. You always been into it. How do I mean this? We got a lot of guys who can bring it here. Yeah, I always been into fashion. 
maybe I want to say my sophomore year of high school. Yeah, I was a real big into fashion. So ever since then, I like just dressing good, you know, feeling good, you know, you play good. So that's it. Look that's good, us. play. What was the first? Did it start with sneakers? Sneakers. All right. So what sure. was the first when you were like your first splurge sneaker? Where you're like, all right, this is what I have to have. Your first like high fashion sneaker or like one that you were like, okay, now I'm in the game. My first high fashion pair of sneakers, I would say probably some red bottoms. Yeah, okay. All black. Some Louboutins yes, right sir. out of the head. Yes, okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah, Look it. Let's go. But Jordan was always my go-to. So okay. I had like all the Jordans. What's your yeah. favorite Jordan? 11. Yeah. Right. Jordan yeah. 11. Well, that's the way that it, that it should go. What What is it like being able to to have this passion for something and now you're a professional and you can have some fun with it a little bit? Well, right now, kind of going into my career, I just want to make plays, you know. I yeah, yeah. You want to be known as a fashion guy. No, 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 no. We're just having fun. We know how good you are on the field. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah see, that's how I kind of look yeah. at it. So, because I know I would like, because I love fashion. And yeah. I love the dress. I like to look good, but I don't want to do too much just yet, you know. Yeah. Because I want to make plays. Yeah, so save I like it, that. Right. Save yes. it. That's right. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. And all in due time. Well, certainly make plays, five tackles in the opener, second on the team. You got your feet. Well, what was it like to get out there first real NFL game? And you dealt with some very accomplished receivers, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, a couple guys who've had 1,000-yard seasons in this league. Yes, sir. I mean, it was a great feeling. Honestly, just deep down, I was kind of nervous. You know, I had to get my feet wet. I made my I made a tackle like my first play in, so I was kind of good after that. But yeah. <laughs> I was a little nervous, honestly, but I know I'll be better, like, you know, this week. So I'll feel much better. You know, I'll be more comfortable. I, I, the, the ner I, I like the fact that, that you say, look, that's what it is, and you get that hit, and then the, the dust is off, and away we go. Now we're just playing yeah. ball again, which is something that you've done your whole life. But yeah. to do it in the conference that you did it in, uh, you want to talk about being prepared for this. I, I have to imagine that that prepared you as well as it did because as soon as you were here – first camp or like you notice oh he's good he can go like you could tell right away how much did the fact that you played in the sec against a lot of the type of players who you're seeing on sundays how much did that help yeah when i was back in school um my coach will always say like the sec west is the closest thing mm -hmm. to the nfl so you know you're playing a lot of guys like alabama lsu auburn texas and them you're playing those type of caliber teams every week so i never really understood until i got here you know and i feel like it helped me a lot you know yeah, I feel like the game speed is kind of like similar, honestly. You know, it's different a little bit, but it's real similar. Yeah, but Jamar and all those Bama receivers and Jefferson yeah. and all those guys, those are the best players, best players at the position in the game right now, and you saw them all in college. Yeah, yeah <laughs> my freshman year. Yeah. <laughs> saw all of them, my true freshman year in college. So. And away we go. That's yeah. it. That's the way it works down there. All right, I want to go into the film room, the meeting. They called a penalty on you, but you were all over them. Mm -hmm. Tossed them down to the ground with a little disrespect. Your coach, Jeff Howard, was right there and in real time was fired up. Mm -hmm. Then, they, unfortunately, they threw the flag. But when you watch that back, good coverage. And you heard Joe Woods. He said, yeah, you didn't need to touch him that much because you were right in the perfect spot. But I love the physicality. I like the competitiveness. And I like just what you put on display in that one play, flagged or not. I think was, that was a statement play in my mind. Um, yes, sir. I try to make a statement every time I'm out on the field. You know, um, I try to choke my opponent out, you know, one play at a time, every play. And, like, he ran a lazy route, so I feel like it was disrespectful. So, you know, I'm going to try to make a play every time. Did you notice in the film, though, that Coach Howard was right there? He was all fired up. Yeah, he was fired up. He was like, oh, yeah, great play. He yeah. played. Then we turned around. He was like, oh, man. So I you think ruined he, it. Yeah, you I ruined think he it. disagreed with it, but I feel like I could be better with my hands on that play. So we'll yeah. get it next time. Good. What did it do for you to come into to a, a, a corner room that with Denzel and Greg and Greedy in there and 
uh, all, all of that talent and, and you know, Denzel and, and Greg had such an incredible rookie year last year as well. Denzel's one of the best corners in the league. What have you picked up from those guys being in that room? Oh, man, I pick up everything. Honestly, you know, I just sit back and watch because I'm a competitor. You know, I like to lead, but, you know, I'm a rookie, so I just got to, you know, play my role and just – I just look to, look to those guys like Denzel. You know, he's been in my position for a long time. You know, he's where I want to be, you know, in my career farther on. So I just look – towards him, you know, as guidance. I might not say nothing. I might not ask him anything, but I'll just watch him, you know. Yeah. And I'll just pick up things. You played 42 snaps. Greg, 48. Denzel, 45. It was a three-person rotation. Yeah, and yeah. now going into the week, who knows what that would have looked like. Greedy yeah. goes down. What was kind of the message to you? What was your message back to your coaches when they said, okay, this is we talk about it, and now it's your time. You would, I'm sure you would have played anyway, but mm -hmm. now you are playing, and you are playing significant snaps week one. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I had a meeting, you know, with my coach, and he was telling me I was going to play, you know. Me and Greedy, we would, you know, switch in and out. And But when Greedy went down, it was kind of different. He was like, okay, we got a three-man rotation, so it was just us. So I was thinking I, maybe I'll go in a dime, nickel, you know, here and there. But he was just like, no, nah, it's a three-man rotation. So every two drives, you'll be out there. And then the next two, you're going to stay in. So I was just like, okay, I actually got to, like, lock in. I was watching a lot of film because I knew I was going to play, but I didn't know I was going to play that much. So it was a blessing, you know. I was – one of the things that I thought was really impressive was that – and look, you're, you played some zone. You played man. You got matched up with DJ Moore on one. You were right there on the crosser. You got the catch, but you made the tackle right away. No yak, which I thought was important. Was it fun to kind of go against somebody that had been so productive, give the different looks, get your feet wet with, you know, whether it was cover three, whether it was quarters, whether you're playing man, getting all that in in your first week against somebody that's been highly productive? Yes, sir. I mean, it's it just uh, – um how can I say this? I mean, it's always good, you know, just working different techniques. But I'm playing to the field most of the time, so I, maybe I'll be off. I mean, in college, we did a lot of things. So we did a lot of man, a lot of zone. Sure. So I'm kind of prepared. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of yeah. prepared, you know. I'm, and I mentally, like, I know I can play anything in my mind. So yeah. I feel like whatever coach wants me to do, I can do it. So I just try to, like, look at it like that. Obviously, I'm a bigger corner. I like to press. You know, I like to get physical with guys. But if I got to play off, play zone, you know, I'm – so if there was a play and there's like 10 yards to go, you would say, just let me play, man. Like, that's what you prefer. Uh, just you in isolation. It depends on the situation. Okay. I'll just say that. It depends okay. on the situation. But our, with our defensive line, of course. Let me yeah. press. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me press. Let me slow him down. <laughs> then by the time, by time, you know, um, by the time the ball come out, hopefully I'll be all over yeah. I will be. Or Miles will be all over the guy exactly. with the ball. If yep. not, he throw me the ball. Throw me yeah. a pick, hopefully. There we go. Not, you know, we have sex, so. You, you yeah. probably only dreamed about last Sunday your whole life, right? Like playing in the National Football League and getting your start in your first game and all of those things. Did you take a moment last week in Charlotte to look around and go, whoa, I made it? Yeah, I was nervous. So I really didn't have that thought. I yeah. had that thought when Coach told me I was going to play a lot. So okay. I You know, I, I just prayed, you know, and I was very thankful for that moment. And when when it was game time, it was just kind of game time. But I was just kind of tad nervous. I wouldn't say, yeah, nervous. I wasn't, like, yeah. worried or anything. I was just, like, a little nervous. Like, you know, it's new different than the away game but i was happy did it feel a lot different than jacksonville first preseason game yeah a lot different i mean okay. real fan i mean obviously jacksonville had real fans but it was like you know a packed stadium and it mattered yeah it mattered exactly <laughs> preseason i was never nervous i mean college games i was never nervous but i feel like i probably get back to that feeling but right now you know just going now just like a little nervous as we head into the opener on Sunday, most of you guys have played at places like you did. Mm -hmm. Now you won't have any cowbells, but the rest of it, 
is very similar. What what you'll get on Sunday down on the lake is the most. I think it's the most college like experience, and I mean that as a It'll absolute be, compliment. Yes, yeah. it's bedlam. Like there's a lot of places in this league that are sometimes can be feel a little sterile. Not down there. You will feel it. You'll see it. There will be a buzz and energy. It'll feel like totally different. Starkville or Baton totally Rouge different. on a Saturday night. It's going to have that type of juice to it. And I think yeah. guys like you who played in those big spots, those big places. The juice is going to be there. It's crazy that at like one o'clock it'll be there. Yeah. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? But it, it, you're nice. going to enjoy it. I'm very excited for that. You know, just to see the fa- the Browns fans. You know, in the live game. Because I mean, I, I went to Walmart yesterday and it was like ten fans just came up to me. Yeah, like, <laughs> you know what I'm Take a picture. You know, I know like this this um, city that loves the Browns. So I I can imagine how it's going to be on Sunday. Yeah. 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 Some good receivers on the other side of the ball. Yes, Corey sir. Davis, first-round pick. Garrett Wilson, first-round pick. Elijah Moore, who I'm sure you're familiar with. Mississippi. Miss yeah. Ole Miss. So, uh, another good test, and I think that's one of the cool things about the yeah. NFL. Every, every, week, week. every week. Every week, there's guys that can ball. Every week. Yeah. yeah I'm excited to play against those guys. Great route runners. Speed guys. You know, it's going to be fun. Do you have a history with Elijah? Yeah, I played against him a couple, yeah, multiple times, actually. Um, I'm Excellent. Well, can't ask him, but yeah, we can find call, it. He cost him the game one time. Y'all can find it. Yeah. Oh, there you go. He scored. Not with that's me, an egg bowl. Celebrated. Yeah. Egg bowl on the line. Egg Woo. bowl on the line. Celebrated. Jeez. Uh, back, back him up. You know they were kicking from the two. Now kicking from the fifteen. Missed. Missed. Oxford or Starkville. Uh, Starkville. Cowbell. You know. How loud is that? You're gonna miss. <laughs> you're gonna miss. Time. Nine you're gonna miss. Ten, you're gonna miss. <laughs> you're gonna miss nine times out of ten. That's awesome, man. It was yeah. great seeing you in here. Love your spirit. Love yes. everything you bring to the program. And it, you were somebody that right away at camp. I remember we, we were very first day of training camp that we were there. Who's that? Oh, yep. He's he's got it. And and you do. And you've proved it early. And keep it going, man. Best of luck this season. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, MJ Emerson in studio with us. Uh, that was exciting to get. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily on a Friday edition. Right here, 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. All right, welcome back into the program on a Football Friday edition of it. A couple of last thoughts on the actual game from last night. Um, I thought that both teams were incredibly conservative in their approach. Um, I saw that with with Herbert, Warren Sharp had this stat this morning that with Herbert on the early downs, the average air yard was like 3.8. Everything checked checked down Charlie. I thought Mahomes was kind of that way too. I, it was the first. I didn't see all of their game. It was a second stream game for me in the in the red zone in on in Sunday against Arizona. But it's you watch and you're like, yeah, no Tyree kills a deal for them with, when they don't have because he didn't take a lot of deep shots in this game. They weren't there like they were with Hill, and you knew that that would be the case. But that's going to be something to worth watching going forward. Um, I thought both teams were really conservative, almost like, well, we're not going to be the one to blow it. And then in the end, that was the difference they did. inside the pick five. Six. Pick six did it. Right. And strange. the thing that was so strange about that is that they had made a great play. The tight end kind of flare out to Everett. He gets down there. He wants to come out. He wants out. They No huddle. He throws it to the guy that had just said he wanted to come out. Yeah. Like, take your time right there. What's the you hurry, were, And they were, they, had, they were completely in control of the game. Yeah. And they let it get away from them right there. They obviously did enough for us in the score. They did, yeah. Thank you very much. Took a fourth down. Took a fourth. Sweated that out a little bit. We did. We did. But they got it done. Uh, Yeah, very interesting. It almost felt like both teams were kind of like going through the motions. Now, 
the fact that Herbert ended up with 334 yards <clears throat> seems crazy to me. And I guess a lot of it was, you know, obviously a third of it was to Mike Williams, uh, who looked very, very good, if mm-hmm. I do say so. Um, it was it was wild. And this was one of those games where it was like, clearly Austin Eckler and Clyde Edwards-Alaire are so much better than any other running back on their rosters, and yeah. yet they don't play that much. And I don't understand that. So my theory on that is I wonder if, if 17 games, if you're trying to just spread it out, if you're just kind of – nobody takes preseason very yeah, seriously. But this is a you're division playing. game. I know it. But you're playing 17 of them. It's on a short week, and it's just we're paying more attention to snap counts than we have ever before. Yeah. That's my possible. theory. That's the best I could do because when you watch the two teams play, obviously those two should be getting the majority. They should never come off the field. And they do a lot. Way too much. I mean, I just feel like – no offense to Jarek McKinnon, John Kelly, or Sony Michelle, but they are neither are the threat that Eckler or Edwards Lair are for their Mm-mm. respective teams. I mean, you saw that the way that he went fifty two yards and felt like he could have scored on that. He ends up just kinda of like sitting down. And I was this somebody who had him. I was like, Yes, look at that royalty making their way here. Jerry the King oh my gosh, will be the King's in here. studio what with a, us at what two a o'clock. Star studded affair we it have is, here. From MJ to the King, but um the Hoffman yeah. to join momentarily for a little so, higher lower as well. One real quick thing over on this under. game. The two-play, there was a two-play sequence that was the most stupefying two-play sequence I may have ever seen. Okay. Play one is third down on that last drive of the Chiefs. Yep. Herbert kind of flushes himself out right of the pocket. When he just stops walking. Could have easily fallen. Fallen for a first down. Correct. Looks like he's like, I'm in such pain, and he just kind of like half – but it throws the ball out of bounds. I thought he tore his hamstring. And you're like, this guy's not functional. No. And then the very next play. Chase Daniel got loose. We're going to go to Chase Daniel the now. The very next play on fourth down, he throws a ball that had to be put in a window the size of a football. Mm-hmm. He puts it through that hole the size of a football right onto DeAndre Carter, like 40 yards downfield with Legereus Sneed in his hip pocket and makes one of the best throws I've ever seen. After a play before, it looked like he couldn't have – he couldn't walk because he could have literally walked for a first down, like just taken a couple steps and sat down and gotten a first down and was like, I can't even do that. And now I'm going to rip one of the best balls that maybe five quarterbacks in the NFL can throw. I think five's generous. Probably. So that's two weeks in a row. Yes, that sequence was stupefying. I remember thinking, I think it felt like he was maybe going to be done for the season. Gone. Like, done. Like, the next play does that. A laser. And it was, the, he did that. He's done that now two weeks in a row. He did that last week in the game. Oh, that one camera angle? Yeah. Yeah. So he did it that week in the game, and then he did it this week in the game. So that's two of them that he's done back to back. It's amazing to me that you're the Miami Dolphins, and you're sitting there in that draft, and you work out that dude and you worked out Tua. now Tua had the hip so you couldn't even really work him out too much but nevertheless and you're like you could watch him throw and you're like now nah, we're going here like if you just watch that kid walk around and sling it how could you not be like we need that guy i don't know it's crazy it's absolutely crazy Gee, mrs spicoli i, I don't know. know i like that those those squads are both of those teams are are really really they're good that that they're very good. I thought I thought the Chiefs were really cautious um, and ultra conservative, and I thought Staley was too. He was clearly. They were both like deferring. It was strange. Like I don't want to lose it. No, I don't want to lose it. Fourth Instead down of going in their territory. Like Staley crazy goes for that every time. Yeah, and then to not, I thought was. By the way, I feel like they'd pick them all up too. 
They yeah. picked up all the fourth downs they wanted to in the last drive. The one to Carter after he looked like he was an invalid was a fourth was down. Was a fourth down. Yeah. No, it's crazy. A uh, couple of updates from us uh, for our game on Sunday. The team has wrapped up practice for the week's injury updates for Sunday are as follows. Chris Hubbard remains out. Jack Conklin is questionable, but as you talked earlier in the week, the play of Hudson allows for patience there to make sure that Jack is right. Go ahead. Now, one thing to keep an eye on is I fully believe right now that Hudson will start. Yeah. Is Conklin active in the event that you needed him? Would he be able to go? Because if he does not, which would be same as last week, he didn't have either one of those guys, then your backup tackle becomes Joe Haig, who you signed last week. He's got 40 career starts, so he's a guy who has been around the league, won a Super Bowl with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But that would be your backup tackle in the event that you don't even have Conklin to for an emergency type of a situation. The other thing noteworthy today, Perry and Winfrey did not practice today due to disciplinary reasons. Uh, Coach would not comment if he would play Sunday or not, but that is not great from a rookie. No, and I don't – look, a rookie earns their right to play. Last week, Perry and Winfrey only played five snaps anyway. Now he did have a pass breakdown in that – a pass batted down in those five snaps, so it was an impactful – Five snaps for Perion. He also learned to keep your head on a swivel in the NFL. Is I don't know if you've seen that clip that went viral where they did kind of a uh, like a wham block on him where he thought he got up field and then he just got whammed. Yeah, pretty bad. Uh, Get out the club. That's what I probably said in the uh, film room there. But so if he's not able to go, my guess is if we if if he's not going to play, we will see Roderick Perry be elevated to the active roster who was an undrafted free agent that was with us out of Illinois. Uh, he was with us in the preseason. Um, I don't think David Moore, who's just made the switch from playing guard all training camp to defensive tackle since he's been on the practice squad would be the one. So my guess would be in that case, you would get an elevation of, uh, of Roderick Perry, but interesting to note that our main guys played the game. You had 45 snaps for miles, 44 for Clowney, 44 for Taven Bryant, 41 for Jordan Elliott. The backups, uh, Perion and Tommy Togia in the defensive tackle room, eight for Togia, five for Perion. So. Yeah, the dudes played. I mean, we, I talked about this a little bit yesterday. Like, the, here we are week two, and we have a pretty clean injury report. Yep. And hopefully that, that yep. continues. Um, this is always special when you're talking about the home opener. Oh. Um, there's going to yeah. be juice to it. Uh, this is a really nice opponent, quite frankly, for a home opener. Um, they do have some dangerous players. We'll yes. get into some of the breakdowns. We did the offense and defense yesterday. They definitely have dangerous players. They are capable. Um, but kind of similar to the Carolina situation a week ago, some of their deficiencies, their offense, our defense fit into our strengths. Um, so talking about the tackle position, obviously talking about the fact that Joe Flacco just not as mobile. And when you don't have great tackles and you're not mobile, that's time to feast for Miles and Jadevia. Well, and it also what not having a mobile quarterback does is give you an opportunity to play more man coverage. One of the things that you worry about with a more mobile co- quarterback when you play man is that unless you dedicate somebody to spy him, that all the DBs and linebackers have their backs to the quarterback and they are able to thus scramble. And so yeah. typically, you know, that's why you don't see teams play a lot of, they call it cover five, but man, five under man, two deep safeties because there's nobody responsible for the quarterback. So you see more cover one with a spy or, you know, somebody who's going to come and rob and then they can need to, if need be, their eyes are focused on the quarterback to get in there. This will allow the Browns to play more man coverage uh, if they so choose. And you heard, MJ Emerson talked about the benefits, playing man, get up there, get their hands on the wide receivers, delay their routes so that you are able to create more time 
for Miles Garrett to get to the quarterback for Jadevian Clowney, Taven Bryan, Chase Winovich, Alex Wright, Jordan Elliott, but also to force them to throw it into tighter windows. And so I think we could see more of that in this game because there is no threat of Joe Flacco as a running quarterback in this one. No, and it, it's interesting because their their week one does not in any way prepare them for us. Um, ours is, I think there's at least some parallels. There's nothing comparing our approach to Baltimore's. You would have said, well, Baltimore's going to run a lot. They really didn't. They ran it 21 times for 63. Um, they really struggled to do that. Lamar threw it 30 times. That was kind of the breakdown on that. I think you'll see much more of of that from us in terms of that side of it uh Chubb and Hunt getting going against this Jets defense is that a matchup that you feel is uh, advantageous to us I do and, and while you could say and point to the fact that they come into this game do the Jets as you know the number uh number three run defense in the NFL after one week and went against a team that's typically a very good running offense you know last year they were 29th in the league gave up 138.3 yards 4.5 yards per carry on the ground give up 28 rushing touchdowns which is an astonishing number to be honest with you it's one and a half a game so when I look at them look they're big like this is a they're stout John Franklin Myers as a defensive end is 288 Carl Lawson's 265 Quinn Williams 303 Thomas 295 their backups Rankins is 305 Shepard's 315 in the middle now where we can get after them is when they get into some of their sub package you put Jacob Martin you put Jermaine Johnson 254 for Johnson 242 for Martin those are guys that if they put them on the edge in some of those third and threes where I could see us running some of those sweeps across the formation yep. like we did against Carolina, where you just pull a card and come and power right at the weakness of the defense given their size. And so that's something that I will certainly be on the alert for. Um, but this is a run defense that, like I said, last year was dreadful. The only new guy up front for them, Thomas is new. Carl Lawson in a way is new because he didn't play last year. Um, but you can run the football on these guys, and I think we can run on, on anybody. Now, they will come load the box. You know, 12 of the 21 rushes that Baltimore had in that game, and, and that it's really a smaller number because there's scrambles that Lamar had. Yeah. They count in those rushing attempts, but 12 of them were against eight or more guys in the box, and more than 50% of the time they had to run into a heavy box, and probably it's really probably like 12 out of 18, probably 67% of the time they ran into a heavy box. They played base 66% of the time. The funny thing, and I talked with Coach Stefanski about this yesterday, is we're similar in what we do to the Jets. Yeah. They play our style defense, four-man front, a mm -hmm. lot of cover three, a lot of quarters behind it. Uh, they run a very similar zone, outside zone scheme. Now, we run way more power and pin-pull than we ever did before, than, than certainly than the Jets would, that it was a pure outside zone team. But they'll still pull guys as well. But this, these are very much the same coaching philosophy trees. LaFleur's right out of the Shanahan school. Sala and Joe Woods come from the same kind of the mindset with that, you know, and, and Joe Woods was on Sala's staff. Yeah. You know, most recently before sure. he was our defense yeah. coordinator. He was the right. DB coach there. So this is – There's a lot of that. There's a lot, a lot of, of similarity. Their week one tape for us is not maybe as useful because – now the good news is we know what they do very well because, number one, they played defense against Baltimore – it's unique. You play yeah. them in a very unique fashion. Like they won't play that much base and offensively Baltimore is a three, four. So they got a five guys on the line of scrimmage. Typically that's a different front than we play. So you attack that differently than you would attack our front. So the familiarity will be there, but the week one tape isn't going to show a ton of things from schematically that would jive with what we're going to see from them this week. 
Well, as I mentioned, it is a parade of stars here on the program, and you're not going to get any bigger than our next guest. He's the Hall of Famer, the WWE Hall of Famer. Jerry the King Lawler joins the program. He's sitting there with Gibbe right now. Sorry, King. Get his music ready. Yeah, Cleveland, sorry about that. Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. <laughs> I feel this is... Uh, yeah. Come you on. know what this means. Yeah. Jerry, the King Lawler royalty, oh, gracing us here in studio on Cleveland Browns Daily. And King, great to see you. Brownie the elf on your Proud chest. Brownie. Proud, Proud Brownie. Proud Brownie on the elf. Proud it's the just chest. phenomenal. So good to see you. Well, thank you. How the heck are you doing? I'm, I'm doing great. Uh, I was just going to say, I've, I've watched you probably maybe 200 times during this past week, the video <laughs> when that when that field goal went through the uprights, you guys you guys went crazy, and I've just watched that over and over. I can't tell you how many times. So that was that was one of the highlights of my life watching that video of you, Nathan. Well, I appreciate that. As many of the highlights of my life involve watching you provide yeah. commentary and you also in the ring and having great moments like that. And yeah, I would say my emotions got the best of me right there, King. That was just raw, no, pure emotion. Yes, that's the way you got to react to something like that. that Unbelievable. Was, it what, was. Where were you? Where were you when you were watching that I game? Was at, I was at home. I had just um, I had wrestled the night before in Nashville, and I drove home from Nashville. Uh, got home at like one o'clock in the morning, and. And I could have been out on the road. I could have stayed over, but I wanted to make sure I was home watching on my big screen, you know, the the first game of the season. And I, I don't know. I'm sure I was like a lot of the people. You know, I had had the chance to, to meet Baker Mayfield. And, you know, I was a huge Baker Mayfield fan. Sure. You know, I even put out a tweet that morning. I said a picture of me and Baker together. And yeah. I said, you know, I like Baker Mayfield, but I like my Browns better. That's right. So, uh, you know, I said, uh, I, I hope he – has a good game, but I hope he doesn't win. So, and it sort of it sort of went that way, you know. Yeah. And I was like everybody, I was just thrilled throughout the entire game until that fourth quarter. Until we were thrilled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah with, with a minute and twenty nine seconds left, is that what it was? They when we got it back, they scored. Yeah, yeah, we got it back a minute and thirteen. Yeah. That's what's so beautiful about it, though. I think from you really couldn't have scripted it better for the people who did have you know some mixed feelings about Baker. It was. <laughs> it had that feel to it, right? Like, I oh mean, my him, goodness, him getting the, having the comeback that he had, and then you know this rookie kicker from fifty-eight king. Yes, I mean this isn't a gimme. Yes. <laughs> like it's a fifty-eight yarder. Now, did you have so Nathan and I obviously we were we were at camp all all, and so we kind of knew the trajectory of his ball flight. So we knew it was coming back in. You what, did? We did. <laughs> no, I did. I, I couldn't see I it from where I was. On, I had to, on, I had on to my rely screen, on the fans, but I you knew it yeah. was gonna, I knew that he would start it out and it would come back uh, because of that's his ball flight on, yeah. on those big boobers. Did you have that, that knowledge before the kick? No, and watching it on TV, like you said, it started out like it was not – like it was, started out straight and then all of a sudden it started f fading, I guess, to the right and yep. the way over to the left. And then it came back, but yeah, it's. I never thought for a minute that he would make that. It's crazy. What was the last longest kick? I think it was uh, a guy that I became friends with, Steve Cox. You remember Steve Cox? He has the longest in Browns history. Yeah, yeah, he, sixty. He, he lives over in Jonesboro, Arkansas, which is just about like 
60 miles from Memphis, and I'm over there all the time. But yeah, wow, that was the that was the longest since then. Yeah, he has a it's he's he's got 60. Cade's 58, and I think he had a 56 as well to Steve Cox, which. That was back in the 80s when oh, I yeah. saw that. I couldn't believe it. It was like yeah. 84 wow. maybe, and he booted so. a 60 yard. Yeah, it was 84. You're right. Cade's yeah. going to get that. Yes, yes. It, I knew he had the leg. It was just yeah. a matter of if it was going to it, it get in there. It was every did, one of his long ball flight. It did was you, all that way. Did you leap off the couch where you're already standing? I was by myself at home, and I did exactly what you did. <laughs> <laughs> I did exactly what you did. I jumped up, threw my, you know, both hands in the air. Started clapping my hands, and then yes. it took me a little while to realize you're here, you're by yourself. What are you? Are you? Doing? That's all right. You were connected with all the Browns fans around the yeah. world in that moment. That's yeah, for darn was, sure. It was so good. So that good. that connection that you're talking about is something that is so special. As we get start set to start another season, um, and you're back in town, and you you think about what this organization means to so many people, no matter whether you continue to live here in Northeast Ohio or not, it is the connective tie that binds this region, isn't it? Oh, without a doubt. Uh, and a lot of people that are watching, I think Nathan knows, but, you know, I've, I've been a Browns fan since I was seven years old. When I was seven years old, we moved from my uh, family, moved from Memphis, Tennessee, which is where I was born. My dad for, worked for the Ford plant, and he got transferred where they built a Ford assembly plant out in Vermilion, Ohio. Mm -hmm. So we moved in, uh, when I was seven to uh, Vermilion, and then we moved from there to Amherst, and we stayed in Amherst for eight years. And, I mean, you know, this was uh, – Jim Brown was playing. We were mm -hmm. here in – I lived here in 1964 when they won the NFL championship. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, and then finally, uh, like we were up here eight years, and then in, in 65 we moved back to my hometown of Memphis, and we had no pro sports teams down there. Everybody was for uh, – mostly for St. Louis because that was the closest, mm -hmm. and then some for Atlanta. So I just said, I'm going to stay a Browns fan and Indians fan, of course. You know, oh, I'm, yes. I've, I've, so I've just been a Cleveland sports fan my whole life. We did finally get an NBA team. So I had to kind of yeah, – they, they The Grizz. They, yeah, I had to sort of switch because they paid me to make appearances. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they – the million-dollar man was right. Everybody's got a price. Everybody's got Everybody's a price. Everybody's got a price. Yeah, no so you got to be like the Guardians looking very good right now. I'm going to the game tonight. I'm so excited. This is, gonna, this is like a – highlight of my year for this this weekend you know? it's a big weekend yeah you got the guards the twins right coming yeah to they're all it's yeah. tight tight the there of that division yeah. and then the browns one and oh for the first time <laughs> since 2004 chance to go two and oh first time since 93 the home opener it's gonna be this is a good weekend for cleveland sports <laughs> it sure is that's why i'm here that's why yeah. that's right it brings out royalty i was last night i flew here from uh i was in st louis last night they they had some kind of event and they had some WWE Hall of Famers. I was there with the Mouth of the South, Jimmy uh -huh. Hart, Sergeant Slaughter, yes. and Bob Orton Jr. We were all there for this some kind of, I don't know. We just took about a million people with, or a million pictures with people who I'll never see again in my life. Right. I said, all I can do is I get up at 3.30 this morning to get the flight to get here today. So well, that's well, all I was thinking about. You know, it's interesting. Right. Where, um, you mentioned Jim Brown and, and the connective tissue, and, and you, you've been around so many people who just move the needle in the biggest possible way. Uh, we've got a guy playing defensive end for us right now, Miles Garrett, who it feels like – it does feel like this is a crowning year for him. It feels like the, he just looks different, King. And I'm sure you saw that in the opener. We saw it all the way through camp. Um, to, to For someone who's seen all the greatness that you have, to go down there – and we've got several. 24 is pretty dang good too. Uh, but to see somebody like Miles who is – feels like is reaching the peak of the sport right now. Do you, with all of your experiences, take appreciation in that? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
and one of the things that's uh, you know so different now is social media, which we mm -hmm. didn't you know when I was watching them back in the day, there was no such thing you know. But yeah, I mean people are following it. You get to I, I follow Miles on and and most of the Browns on all you know social media stuff. And sometimes I got to follow back from from Miles Garrett and uh, and <laughs> as you should and as the chief. Uh, the chief is following me, and uh, and I was just so excited. Said, oh my gosh, look at this! But uh, yeah, it's it's just it's amazing. And on my way in here, I was listening. To, no, I was on TV before I was getting ready to come here. I uh, heard somebody uh, talking about uh, T.J. Watt, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that just yeah. got hurt. Yep. And he he said, you know, there are very few players that when a team loses somebody like him, uh, it's going to just you know completely change the whole team and the guy said he said the only other player that I could think of like that would be Miles Garrett and so I mean you know he's 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 special he really is, is. <laughs> he's so much fun to watch mm -hmm. he is special and I think there's a cool kind of connection with a guy like that the physical specimen that he is the peak of his business you know following you back a little wrestling and and Brown's connection and this Sunday we've got uh Joe Thomas our good friend the hop exactly. going yep. into the the legends club and and his favorite thing we were just watching him on tv the other day at a bar so he went on the rock show where he was you know that they get the ex-athletes to go try and get these was it the it's an obstacle course thing? Yeah, like the something Titan games. games. Titan games. Yeah. Titan, yeah. Games. Titan games. Yeah. And that's his in in the back of Joe Thomas's when he's doing TV hits. The one thing that's on the wall is him. <laughs> the Rock sent him a picture and like autographed it. And he's got Joe Thomas and the Rock. And so oh. I just think it's funny, just kind of the connection right there, it's a little there. WWE and the Browns. Let's go. Well, I'm all three, here for it. Three days ago, I mean, so much stuff has been happening uh, lately in my life. Three days ago, before I was going to St. Louis, I'm sitting at home. Well, I'd actually just gone to eat dinner at a sushi place like right down from my street in Memphis. And uh, I get back to my house at like, I don't know, 8, 8.25 or something like that. And almost right then my phone rings and it was a number uh, from Indiana that I didn't recognize, but I answered it thinking maybe I might be a promoter. That yeah, wants to get, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> come and wrestle. So anyway, so I answered it and there's a young kid on there. He goes, oh my gosh, I'm so glad you answered the phone, Mr. Lawler. He tells me his name, which I don't remember right now, but he said, I was supposed to call you two days ago because Nick Khan has just flown into Memphis. Nick Khan now is the new, I said, Nick Khan from WWE? He said, yeah. yes, sir, the new CEO. So, you know, he's the new CEO yeah. of the WWE taking over for Vince, Vince sure. McMahon, who retired. And he said, he's in Memphis with The Rock, and they're eating at Folks Folly Restaurant, and they want you, they wanted you to be there with them to have dinner. Oh, great and, and appropriate. Uh, and he said, but unfortunately, it's starting in two minutes. It's going to be 8.30. And this is crazy. I said, well, you know what? My house is about one minute from Folks Folly Restaurant, which it is. And so I just changed shirt. said, I'll be there. I, I walked in like two minutes late. And, and, you know, you're supposed to make a late appearance. That's right. right. I walked in, and here's The Rock and, and Nick Khan and several people from – they're in town because they're filming the entire third season of The Young Rock. TV uh -huh. show in Memphis because uh -huh. that's where Rock started out. Yeah. Know, so, yeah. So it was a uh, Rock is such a cool guy and he's such a you know he still he still remembers his roots and 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 of course he loves football as well. Yes, know, he does. Was, he was, we were talking about then you know his original dream was to be you know pro football mm -hmm. player. That's what he was hoping to do. He unfortunately was stuck behind a guy by the name of Warren Sapp. Yeah. <laughs> on the depth chart. <laughs> worked out, I think. I think he worked out just fine. Yeah, I think he's doing just fine. So King. Predictions Sunday, win. You feeling good about it? I feel great about it. Yeah, I think I think we got to win. Um, you know, I, 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 I 
probably shouldn't say this, but I mean, I, coming from Tennessee, I'm a Dobbs fan. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I oh, wish, yeah. I wish we could see a little bit of him. I don't know if – I, I mean, he looked so great in, in preseason. He and, did. And, um, you know, our quarterback play was not – not bad. We didn't. It didn't beat us. It will get like better. That. It needs yeah. to get better. Well, if it gets better, then we're. Then yeah. I think we'll be in good shape. But to your point, though, I do think that there are some situations where there could be a wrinkle where Dobbs has yeah. a package yeah. to take advantage of his movement skills, and you know we could run some read option type of stuff that we would run had we had Deshaun Watson that would have been in our playbook. So there's some of that stuff in our playbook. So we could see that. I like that. Shout out to the Tennessee guy. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, he was great in camp. He was. He had an incredible Phenomenal shocking in the preseason. Based on everything, I did not have the expectation. Didn't start that far way. exceeded it. No, yeah, not no. first week was tough, but then yeah. he went. So I'm predicting a win for the Browns. You want me to give a score? Give it. Let's go. From the King's mouth. 27-13. We'll take it. No we'll need for it. late second theatrics. Okay. Heroics. We need. Cruise it in. Have a great Sunday. Just it just relax on That's into right. your Sunday. That's the way the it's supposed to be. The king will be in the house, so they gotta they gotta do it for the king. That's they'll, right. They'll do it for the king. <laughs> That's right. Win one for the king. Let's I go. can't tell you what a pleasure it is every time oh, we get to see you, best. sir. It's just the best. We we absolutely love you. Love that uh, how much oh. you represent the Browns brand and all of it. By the way, we would be remiss if we let the king out here without mentioning his good friend, equipment manager, oh. extraordinaire Brad Mellon. He Wait wanted to make second. sure that he got another shot. Oh, is yeah. this our Let's connective tissue? Perhaps it could be. Do you have one of the good the hoodies, King? I'm not supposed to tell you if I do or not. Brad made me promise not to ever tell. Did he know you were coming up here? Yeah. Just oh, gonna, do okay. you know he's pranked me with this hoodie? Do you know what he's, we've been through been with through, this hoodie? Yes. You know, they, get, they throw it around everybody else, everybody else. Yeah. They I'm walk them by. Not us. We can't get near one. We can't, we can't Why? sniff Why? it. What's the deal? The You're, equipment staff. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. You have the hoodie. The hoodie well, of consequence. Well, he's not saying that. No, he's not saying that he does. He's not saying that. But he's not saying that he doesn't. No, I know who doesn't for sure. <laughs> us. We definitely don't. That's don't terrible. have it. That's terrible. That's right. From the Save case. the audio. Audio. Send that to Mellon. Send that. Send it. I was just talking to him. Before. I, I couldn't get through security downstairs. And what? I, uh, yeah, Brad had to. I had to give the guy my phone, and Brad had to tell me, let the king in. Come on, man. <laughs> was it Jay out there? Was Jay giving him a heart? There's no see. way Jay was no, there. No, I don't know. No, I, I no, can't imagine no. it was Jay. Great seeing you, sir. And go Browns. Thank you. Thank you. Go Browns, yes. Let's Jerry go. Jerry Lawler in studio with us. From one hop to the next. That's right. We just move on. Joe Thomas on. coming up next. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Rumkey Waste Recycling, family-owned and operated. Whether you join them as a customer or as an employee, you'll become part of the family. Visit rumkey.com to learn more. From one Hoff King to another Hoff. Hoff, where do we find you? Dude, I am right now in Cleveland, Ohio. Just got off the golf course. Yes. Little Browns alumni golf outing this morning. At, uh, How'd you hit him, Hoff? Hey, we we had a ringer, Patrick Murray, former Browns kicker. He was with me, and as everybody knows, kickers are the best golfers. So yeah. uh, <laughs> I just jumped on his back and rode around the course with him today. But we finished minus seven. I felt pretty good about that. We only had strong. three in the scramble, but uh, still ended up pretty strong. Well, that's what's kind of a tough course for a country. It club. is. It is. That's where the Browns' foundation yeah. outing is, and yeah, you, yep. Some 
par fours of consequence. Not easy greens. Yeah, birdies are tough to come by. Seven under, solid number. There you go. Very good. And by the way, the Hoff joining us on the Twisted Tea Hotline. Oh, baby. Um, you, I, mm. I saw the piece you did with uh, Poizel uh, for the uh, for ClevelandBrowns.com, and I saw the uh, the comments you're saying. And I, you, we've talked to you about this, you know, off air. And I don't can't remember if we have on air or not. But you alluded to the idea of your kids who were so are young, and in terms of watching you play, there's not a whole lot of remembrance of that. But now they're getting to bathe kind of in the spoils and seeing, oh, the this glow. is who dad is. The half glow. Dad with dad with someone of quite quite a bit of consequence. What is what does that mean to you to be able to bring them back for something like this? Yeah, it's really special. Like you said, my oldest was only five when I retired and I mean I don't know about you guys, but I don't have a whole lot of memories before kindergarten. Mm-hmm. And so really I asked her this week, I said, Hey, Logan, what, what do you remember about going to Browns games? What do you remember about Daddy playing in the NFL? And she's like, you know, Dad, I don't really remember a whole lot, but I do remember eating peanuts and sitting on the ground at the stadium. <laughs> and I was like, that's it? She's like, yeah, I don't really remember anything else. <laughs> so uh, her memory of my career as a Cleveland Brown revolves around somebody else cracking open some peanuts and giving her the delicious insides while you throw the shells on the ground. But I, I think it's going to be really special for me because having these moments, uh, in the stadium, wearing Browns jerseys, at the games. That's kind of how they're going to reflect back on my career. And someday when they're in middle school and they tell me how much they hate me, I'm going to say, hey, you have to like me. I used to do something way back when that was kind of cool that you may remember or you may not, but it happened, I swear. You know, it's funny when when you say that, you know, thinking of some – we just had Jerry the King Lawler in studio, uh, a WWE Hall of Famer, and you know some of the wrestlers. I know Goldberg, for example, came back to the WWE because he wanted his kids to see him yeah. wrestle. I think we will see The Rock in the ring again because he wants his kids to all be able to see him wrestle. Uh, and that's a, that's a cool thing, and I think it'll be very cool uh, for your kids to get to see just the the red carpet that is. Man, Dad's kind of a big deal. I think that's gonna be that's gonna be fun. Or <laughs> and if they don't get it from the game, just have them hang out with us, and we'll tell them. That's right. That's right. We'll have them on CBD. Love them. They're hilarious. But yes. no, that's some of the cool things too, is like being able to sort of now that I'm not playing experience these cool moments with them. Cause when you're playing, obviously you're focused on what you're doing on the field and you come home and, you know, hopefully you get a chance to hug your kids before they go to bed and talk maybe a little bit about the game if they were a little older, but now it's, it's fun coming back, being on the sidelines and experiencing those moments at your side. And if there's any parents out there, you know, that like, there's moments that you experience by yourself or with your buddies that are amazing, but nothing can really touch those moments and those memories that you create with your family and your kids. That's yeah, absolutely priceless. Um, speaking of, of, of family, uh, I'm curious, Did you are you wearing the shoes? Are you going to wear the shoes, sir? <laughs> you, you guys gave me great advice, but I just yes. I couldn't do it. I, I, no! I, was, I, was like, I just felt so... Like, just weirdly, as an offensive lineman, I still can't get it out of me to, like, do anything too flashy. And uh, so they're sitting <laughs> You're not a mushroom, Huff. In my office. Oh, I can't get it out of my brain, guys. You're not a mushroom. You're a star. <laughs> my wife so, will be wearing hers, though. She she had some made for herself that looks sweet. And so she'll be carrying the flag for the family. Well, listen, right. if, if they're available for purchase, Bo and I are in. We want we want some Hoffs. Some Hoffs, yeah. yeah I Air, want some Air Force Hoffs. Air Force Hoffs. I'm in. I'll wear them, too. And Next I, year. Yeah. 
next next year, year. Next, next year with next gold year, adorned with gold gold next year Ooh, i was just thinking Hoff, like if there's if there's ever a point where your kids are like dad you're not very cool i think when that moment happens you you know when they're teenagers you just go in the closet and you put on the gold jacket and then walk out yeah that's right. like not even with the shirt on <laughs> just the gold jacket and just walk around the house right. just so they know see i think this is whitey tighties yep gold jacket, air <laughs> force ones i think that that's, that's what you pull on when they have their Stogie. first date come over to the house. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Yes. Come to the door like that. Stogie in one hand, a glass of red wine in the other, a nice French Bordeaux in one hand. <laughs> so yeah. great. Be, how yeah, are you today, young man? What are your intentions with that. my daughter? That's beautiful. <laughs> so, Hoff, what I'm about to describe to you is probably much more in the running back vein, as you would say, given that you won't even wear shoes. I would imagine you're not going to do this to your car, but Edron James <laughs> – who I thought put on a heck of a Hall of Fame party, and, and you know certainly we got some blueprints there for you. He had it, it looked it was a '63 or '64 Impala, okay, top down. He had it wrapped so that the whole car was wrapped in like black and gold with the Hall of Fame logo. So it's mm -hmm. just like the Hall of Fame logos everywhere <laughs> all over the car. <laughs> the seats were made out of were custom that were made out of football leather. And then he had every oh, wow. Hall of Famer who was in his class and then every Hall of Famer who was Up present yeah. signed it. And that's – he rolls around. I think he's eventually auctioning it off to charity, but he rolls around in mm. there from time to time. Yeah, I so, can see the Hoff driving so like, around Madison. Here's the thing. Between not even wearing shoes and that, there's a lot of room for you, Hoff. Like there's a lot of room to mm. operate and still feel like you're true to your lineman roots. Dude, I, I love that idea, and I might take it to the next level and make it a fishing boat. Get like a big, now, like now we're talking dollar fishing boat wrapped in Hall of, Hall Fame, of Fame gold and yes. orange and brown. Oh, dude, by the way, orange and brown and gold just work well together. If you've ever looked at that color palette, I think on a sweet car like that or a fishing boat, that would be epic. You got, I mean, be an attention getter. It's weird that we don't see more of it, to be honest, with it's how strange. well it goes together. Uh, all right, boys, we got to do some over-unders here with the Hoff on Legends Weekend. Uh, Gibby as well. So last week's over-unders yeah. uh, resulted in Gibby. Imagine this, God forbid, Hoff. Gibby is your leader. He went three and two Gross. in the over-unders. Don't imagine it. It's true. It's beautiful. It's real. Are those some tinkers? It's not spectacular. Tinkers. That's CBD. That's what I want to know. It's a so great question, Joe. By Good That's, question, Joe. Joe was second uh, with a two and three record. Ooh. And uh, Segura, third. This is One what I four. like to do. I like to – I let them sprint out. So, yesterday, Hoff, you'll appreciate this. So, last year, Gibbe sprinted out to a big lead in the over-unders. And then I reeled him back in and then finally vanquished what? him. And so he goes yesterday. This is a direct quote. I'm, I Maybe I'm paraphrasing, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be a direct quote. He goes, don't do what I do. Don't do what I did last year, guys. Talking to the fans out there, his, yeah. the, the flocks of the Gibby Nation. But I'm going to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> and the definition of insanity, Gibby, is doing the same thing repeatedly and expecting a different Number one, outcome. I stumbled into that last year. I let the good times roll. Yes, This did. year, same thing. I don't think about it. I don't look at the oodles of information you have, like your little flip cards and your and all of your analytics numbers and everything else. I just go, shoot, 
Whatever happens, shoot happens. from the hell. So shoot you do all the, the prep work, that's and right. I win. It's fine. Well, but you well, did you didn't win, but you didn't win. That's the thing. <laughs> I feel you like were I ahead, did. but I then you like lost. I, I feel like I did. No, that's not I how it works. I don't know about that. I'm going to go back into the archives, oh. but I believe I did. All right, here we go. You did not win. All right, so we always start uh, with our two running backs on the over-under. Um, we will do that again this week. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. Last week I set the over-under at 35-and-a-half. Only Gibby went over the touches. They had 38 last week in Carolina. This week's number for total touches, Chubb and Hunt, and we'll start with Gibby, 33-and-a-half. Total touches? Total touches. Over. Let's go. Run the damn ball. Mm. <laughs> mm. I love the hop gives his moves. Hoff? I'm going under. I mean, the Jets have a pretty stout front. They limited the Ravens last week to, what, like 60-some yards? Um, so yes. I, I think you're going to actually see us open up our passing attack a little bit more this week, and we're not going to have to feature the handoffs quite as much. I think you're still going to target your running backs out of the backfield with a lot of those two running back sets like we saw, but not quite as many handoffs as last week. I got to make up ground early. Oh, boy. We're going under. And the reason for that is, I think similar, I think this game is going to be one that does not feature 80 plays. I mean, we had a ton of plays last week. That's just an abnormal amount. I think this one's going to have a little bit more of a, a natural flow to it. And I think so it'll be under, but I think they're both going to be heavily involved. Next. Over or under. Joe Flacco passing attempts, Hoff. Passing attempts. Last week, Joe Flacco 59. Led the NFL. Passing attempts uh, for, for Joe Flacco. A more pedestrian over under this year, this week, but still relatively decent, we think. 35.5 passing attempts for Joe Flacco to the Hoff. We're going over there. Uh, they're going to be playing from behind, and they're going to have to throw the football. I know Michael LaFleur, their offensive coordinator, who was an assistant in the offensive line room when I was there, he talked a lot more this week about having balance and trying to find that balance. But when you're playing from behind, you got to throw it. You can't run it to get back into the game. And uh, when Joe Flacco throws the ball more than 40 times, that means in Spanish, losing. <laughs> No good for the Jets. <laughs> no good. No good. Segura. Yeah, same. Over. They're going to have to throw it. They're going to try to establish the run. But, by the way, in this offense, and I noticed it last week, they had a lot of what I'd call long handoffs, 19 checkdowns to the running backs. Yeah. So those felt like runs, but they counted as passes. Basically, you're putting the over-under for his attempts below his completions. Below his again. completions. So, yeah, yeah, I'm going to go over. You're going over. Give it. Over. Over. All right, that was easy. Next. Over or under. Zagura. Kate oh. York last week hit a 58-yard field goal yes. to win the game. Yes. Cade York, long field goal on Sunday, over or under, 46.5. <sighs> I'm going to say under because I, I want us to score touchdowns and I don't want us to have to kick long field goals. I, I mean, this is... It's a good over-under because it's absurd. It's nonsense. It's, it's a nonsense over-under. Yeah. There's nothing that can prepare us for this. But I'm going to go under and be thrilled to lose that one if he makes one, by the way. Hoff. Is it just attempted or does he have to make it? He's got to make it. Yeah. So made field goal. Okay. Yeah. Made field goal. Uh, hey, 
attempts made all the same for me. Yeah, that's right. They are the same. I I think that there's going to be a big lead, and we're going to obviously convert all of our third downs. Except we're going to have the ball right at the end of the half, make a couple long passes to get within that 50-yard field goal range, and we'll attempt a long field goal right before half. And Cade York is going to smoke it right down the middle, going into the dog pound. Give it 48 yards over. Over oh, God. for please let there be a 48 yarder. I just want you to call something so specifically and nail it. Like I would it. love it, it, it to be a blue. Next, <laughs> over or under sacks, interceptions, and fumbles, otherwise known as sacks plus turnovers. The number here, by the way, last week our number on this was 5.5, and we had. Five of them. That's right. I wanted four and a half. You wouldn't give I it to me. I wouldn't give it to you. I'm not giving out charity, Zagura. This team stinks too, boys. Statue quarterback. The number remains 5.5, Hoff. Come on, dude. 5.5, Hoff. Over oh, or under? You over. need six. Over. A lot of sacks, a lot of turnovers. I like them all. It's going to happen in bunches this weekend. Give it. Under. So you are a thief of 5. joy. 5.5 is just death. Because so, 4.5, you're taking it every day. So here's last week for them. Yeah. Three sacks. Yep. One interception, mm-hmm. one lost fumble. Five. Five. Now, That's now going, going to the film room with the Hoff, it would be noted that there were two sacks that were quick sacks, very quick, wiped out by absurd illegal contact penalties. So really, it was seven. That being said, I'm here for a celebration. I'm here for joy. I'm here for over. That was like Princess Bride. And therefore, I cannot choose the wise in front of you. That's right. Next. But you know that. So I can't Facts. choose the wise in front of you. For fiction. Or under. Factor fiction and over. Under. We're off the rails. The rails are gone. The actual over under. Uh, I just saw this. We It actually went down a little bit. 39 and a half, Gibbe. Is the actual over under? Get over. Zagora. The king just, just told us these are just one side or the other. It's teetering. The king just told us it's going to be twenty-seven to thirteen, which, by my calculations, is forty. Thus, which is on it. Private thus, school. private school. I might have right used my on fingers. It. Thus, under. Well, so you're going under, even though Jerry said <laughs> over. Because he said over. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to go with the king. No, I am. Flip it. How many differences do I have from him? Uh, you got a couple. I do have two yeah. already? Yeah, you have two already. Let's go. It's over. Two over. Kings behind me more. Over. King. Hoff. I like under on this one, and it's not because it's going to be a low-scoring game. It's going to be the Browns by a billion, but the Jets ain't going to score either. So hopefully somehow a billion will be less than your over-under there. <laughs> By the way, I just so have- Hoff was Hoff. You went. You you were under. <laughs> He's taking the under. He's taking the under. He's All right, very good. Under. Hey, buddy. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Anything Mr. Zagura has a. Yeah. Anything- I'm- oh, go ahead, Mr. Zagura. No, go Hoff. Go. Anything over nine hundred and ninety-nine million automatically becomes like zero. So when the Browns reach a billion, they will have scored a billion to zero and. Yeah. gotten the under on that one to make me successful so thank you go yeah, ahead sorry yeah sidebar you have a question mr zagura i i do i'm changing mine to under great logic from the half a million becomes zero 
And I would like to read to you guys a series of tweets that have come in over the last eight minutes. Number one, <laughs> music is blasting over all of your voices. I can't hear it. We, we Number are, two, we're aware of it. Turn uh, the music down. Can Nobody can hear you guys talk. Three, tell Stevie the music is too loud. Four, cannot hear <laughs> traveling music. Five, this music's so loud we can't hear anything since the score section started. Six, turn the damn music off. Seven, Gibby, get rid of the music. We can't hear you. It's been off for a good six or seven <laughs> It's minutes. been off for a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> Love sure. CBD, but it's produced like high school garbage band. Music played over the top of the Hoff <laughs> interview. What's going on? Do the over segment again. Oh, music was playing. Nobody can hear it. Oh, that's there's again. nothing more perfect. That's so perfect. <laughs> Sounded great to us. Yeah, we, to I mean, we had a ball. To I had be honest a blast. With you. Hoff, have a great weekend, buddy. I will, guys. I'm very much looking forward to it. The family's coming into town, landing in like 30 minutes. Going to go scoop them at the airport, and then from here, pure joy, baby. Let's but go, pure By the way, have joy. you seen the, 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 the poster the that's being distributed on Sunday? Is it, is Don't show for, anybody. It's for, not for secret. Did you see is the Hoff? He covered it. Is it for public now? The Browns have put it out four minutes ago. Oh. oh. oh my goodness. It is. It's amazing. out, and it's it indescribably beautiful. Gone. It is the Mona Lisa. <laughs> me, like, I, know, I know when to put stuff out and when not to. I gotta see it. I gotta. See, we're, we're, oh I haven't seen my it. God! Look at him. It's on the Browns Twitter. Do you follow them? I don't follow me. <laughs> I do. I think I do. Here, I've tweeted it, so you can look mine up. Look at him, like the Man of Steel, flying through the air, super legend. Look oh at a jet, my gosh. a jet trying look to hang him. with him, and it can't. Look at the musculature. Huff, you need. You got to get this. This has got to be blown up. <laughs> the best. At the house. Can I, Hoff, Can I tell him a funny I, story real quick? So yeah, the Hoff's talking. We're we're getting we're getting huge, getting swole last week when the Hoff was in here. Pods comes down. They're talking about how beautiful this thing is, and the Hoff's loving it. And the Hoff goes, "Yeah, I took two of the like printouts that were on like eight by eleven, like normal flimsy paper." And Pode's just like, "We're gonna get you like a nice huge, huge poster one. on, you know." <laughs> Hoff's like, "I just had to have it. I loved it." Oh, I was oh, so man. jacked. I actually, I went over there today, and uh, after the alumni outing, I signed a few of those for like special guests and stuff, and. You can bet that I got sticky fingers and stole number seventy-three of one hundred for my own personal collection. So that'll be that'll be living with me on my wall in my bar for a long time. Don't tell anybody. That's beautiful. as it should. No one knows. Nobody playing over this interview. Nobody will hear. <laughs> nobody will know that. That's right. Nobody listens to this show anyway. Hoff, you're fine. You're Apparently good. they do. They just can't. They hear just it. can't hear it. <laughs> Have a fun weekend, buddy. I know that you will. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you having me on. Thanks. Uh, All right, uh the great Joe Thomas uh, joining us there. Our keys to the game coming up next. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. The Bath Authority can give you that bathroom of your dreams. Why not transform your current bathroom into a custom bath for that spa-like feel? Let the Bath Authority make it a reality for you at a fraction of the cost of the competitors. The Bath Authority is our area's premier bath and shower remodeler. Experts and factory-trained installers, give them a call now. You get 500 bucks off your next custom bath or shower model. That number is 216-220-8399 or go to thebathauthority.com. It's where affordability meets quality, the largest selection of bath projects, and are all made right here in the United States. 
Superior products with expert installers at the Bath Authority at 216-220-8399 at thebathauthority.com. 500 bucks off. Tell them your Uncle Bo sent you. What do you got for me, buddy? Oh, I want to help you revolutionize the tailgate experience. Ah. We've got something new for you. You're going to home opener and you want to party in style? Well, listen up. No music allowed right now. None. Open at 10 a.m. The Browns VIP tailgate is an all-inclusive food and beverage experience from celebrity chefs. Let me do it again. Open at 10 a.m. The Browns VIP tailgate is an all-inclusive food and beverage experience from celebrity chefs Aaron May and Cleveland's own Rocco Whalen. Had a great meal at Fahrenheit in Charlotte prior to the Browns' victory. Complete with great charity merchandise auctions, big screen TVs, gaming stations, and the best food and bar offerings in town. Tickets are 95 bucks a fan and can be found at bullseyeeventgroup.com. That's bullseyeeventgroup.com. So food, drink. Big screen TVs, gaming stations, auctions, merchandise. Let's go. The Browns VIP tailgate. It's new, it's here, and it's spectacular. Wow. Good job out of you. Thank you. Uh, Browns keys uh, to victory on Sunday. Act accordingly. Do you. So that's that's the gist of it. That's the nuts and the brass tacks of it. That's it. That's all you need to do. You are the better football team. Be the better football team. And what I mean by that is, number one, Take care of the football, right? If we win or are neutral in the turnover battle, we're 18-3 and three under Kevin Stefanski. Is that good? Does that sound good? Seems good. Seems good to me. So win that. Do that. Take care of it. You go. Number two, get after Joe Flacco. Flacco last week, 26% completions under pressure, 2.3 yards per attempt, and a quarterback rating of 39.6. So get after him, and then let's make some plays in the passing game. It's a lot of fun. You got Nick Chubb, you got Kareem Hunt, you ran for 217 yards. That's fun. Of course it is. But it's also fun to hit some plays off of play action. One thing to keep in note is that Lamar Jackson, last week, he had a 55-yard touchdown strike uh, against them. Three touchdown passes. 114 of his 213 passing yards came off of nine play action completions against the Jets. They will sell out to stop the run. We need to be better in the passing game. Take advantage of it. Do that. We will win this football game. And your game day forecast is presented by Carrier Sunshine on Sunday. Some passing clouds, a little breezy, 10 to 20, temps in the low to mid 80s. In other words, perfection for you on that. And Browns fans, be sure to stop by the free Twisted Tea Tailgate pregame party. It's prior to every home game. Twisted Tea Tailgate is located on the west side of First Energy Stadium, combines the atmosphere of a beer garden with live music, food, and drink options. The tailgate opens four hours prior to kickoff and is open to fans with a ticket to the game tailgate options galore baby they're everywhere baby a little segment we like to call the scores print money cleveland bronze daily 50 espn cleveland cleveland browns daily on 850 espn cleveland People are milling about. We've got mocha shoes walking around here. Oh, my goodness. Heat on the feet. Just oh, on. Like, oh, oh my God. Good night, I thought nurse. The, I thought the horseshoe thought was down in Columbus. Oh, God. Oh, my. <laughs> Good grief. <laughs> Browns fans could win big with the digital hey. scratch-off game brought to you by the Ohio Lottery. Click the Browns.com and the Browns social channels. Fans could play once per day throughout the regular season by digitally scratching off a virtual card for a chance to win great prizes like Team Shop gift cards and tickets to future games. For more information, log on to clevelandbrowns.com. Hello, Gibby. 
Let's get some scores in, kids. Let's go. Let's go. 15 minutes, 12 scores. Let's get it rolling. Well, let's first remind the folks that we, after week one, are combined four games over 500. And Thank you, Goose. You're welcome. And on we go. What was your actual records between the two? He had a good week. He was 10 and 6. 10 and 6, 8, eight, eight. and 8. Yep. But 1 right. and 0 to start this week. Both of us. Yep. That's right. Well, Nailed it. It was debatable. Actually, we not. said the Chargers. We said it's week two, so this is for the masses. We even said that, yeah. which you know what that means, that we're saying this is what it is. Yep. And guess what it was? Yep. Can't make it Anyways, any easier. Can't make it any easier two. for people. Don't hate. Participate. Sunday foosball. Some tricky lines And we get week. things going oh. right off the bat with uh, definitely a candidate for the inmate game of the week. I mean, we Carolina are too, quite frankly. looking for Ouch. win number one. <laughs> Traveling to New York to play the 1-0 New York football Giants. Zagura, you're up. Well, I wasn't all that impressed with the Carolina Panthers, to be perfectly honest with you. No. I'm not all that impressed with the New York Giants, although they showed some grit, some tenacity, some mm -hmm. toughness. I feel like this line, I would actually have been more comfortable with this line if the Giants were bigger favorites than they currently are in this game. So that being said, I think Christian McCaffrey is going to be a problem for them. Dontrell Hilliard, former Brown, went nuts on this Giants team. I don't know. I don't believe in the Giants. So I'm going to go Carolina outright 12-4. Same. That'll just be a spectacular game. Same for the same reasons. It just doesn't make sense that it based on result and ba like I feel like they should high be fly in them. I feel like they should be favored three by three seasons. and a half. Four nah. field goals? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. No, I, right. Carolina wins. All right. Up next, gentlemen, Indianapolis, fresh off a tie, going into Jacksonville for a big AFC South tilt. Jacksonville uh, looking for that first win still. Bishop. Colts uh, get it rolling. They got it going in the second half of that game uh, uh, in Tennessee where they get the tie. They came come out a little bit angry, but – Knocking uh -oh. at the back door, Bootsy. Oh, Who's there? There's an early knock here on a week two. It looks like it, Dad. Dad, it's Dad. It's a it, it it's a woman. No, it's Trevor Lawrence. His hair's so lustrous, I can't even make him out. Lawrence at the back door, twenty to seventeen. Colts. I, I thought it was Mitch from Days and Confused. Could have been him he too. Can, he can sling the pill a little bit. I don't. When's that the last hair time, is so flowing. When's the has. last time the Colts won in Jacksonville? I think it's like a been a know. decade. Has it been a minute? Yeah. They lost. They All they had to do year. was beat them, and they oh, went to the right. playoffs. Yeah. That's right. All they did and they win. did not. No. Something about that Jacksonville situation really befuddles the Rock. Colts, 30. Jags, 27. I'm with you. Next, the Ratbirds. Baltimore welcoming in Miami. This will be a good one. Dolphins, 1-0. Ravens, 1-0. Zagura. This line makes no sense to Agreed. me. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Zero. So I don't understand who in their right mind would not say, I get to have the Dolphins, and all I need to do is lose by a field goal? That feels like a lock. Oppo day, Ravens, huge. Same. I, I, I'm with you on that. I, It just doesn't make sense, and sometimes when it doesn't, do the opposite. This feels like one of those. Um, I think Lamar balls out, too, for the hometown team. He's a Miami kid. Um, I like the Ravens in this one. Which is why That's just a – it's wild. It is. 
Yeah, that is a stunning line. Remember, there's another one. Remember, this next I was going to say the remember, next one is just as wild. It was Jacoby Brissett starting. He got knocked out of that game. Did not finish yeah. it. But that Monday night game that was in Miami, where they unveiled that zero blitz and dominated this Ravens team mm-hmm. a year ago. One year ago. Yep. Yeah, I know. Ravens saying all week we're not going to get fooled again. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, I don't. I'd. By the way, happy to not be right on that one. Mm-hmm. Would Same. be joyed. Same. Overjoyed. Amen. I like it. Patriots. Big Bill. Rough way to start. It doesn't get a lot easier. They go into Pukerland to take on the Squealers in a right. line that I just don't I've understand. done oppo. I did oppo enough. Sometimes you just suck. And I just am to the point I think New England sucks. I know that this thing doesn't make sense. I don't understand that they could be a home favorite over anybody, let alone a team that won. And I know they're without Watt. I get it. But there's nobody on New England that scares you. And I think that this is like still the Belichick thing. Like people still think that he's some elite week to week. That hasn't been the case. Steelers. I hate to say it. I hope I'm wrong. I got Pittsburgh winning outright. In honor of Gibbe, I can't back the pukers. Yeah, the Patriots stink. But let's not forget that the Steelers had five takeaways, including a pick six, and were able to put 23 points on the board. Yeah, And, true. and the Bengals are not known for being a fearsome defense. They I think it's sacked improved six defense. times. They had five turnovers. The sacks slash fumbles slash turnovers would have been 11. By the way, Mac Jones, I just read, wasn't even at practice. Where was he at? He's he's Ill, dealing with an illness, a non-COVID-related oh illness. God. He's been down the last two days. Could it be your boy Hoyer? You guys broke bread yes. many times when he was All here. Right. Could this if, be Brian Hoyer coming in? Then it's a lot. For New England? New England, baby. Paul Big. Revere. The Patriots are coming. The Patriots are coming. Good. And the Steelers don't have an answer. Pat's huge. Brian Hoyer owns Hoyer. the Steelers. They call him Hoyer the Destroyer. That's right. I don't even know how to follow that up. Up next, gentlemen, uh, the New Orleans Saints, big winners last week, coming back to knock off the Falcons. Incredible post game. Tom Brady and company, the Buccaneers, the Saints. Is he in on it? I don't know. South Battle. I was just going to ask you that. I think he might be. Those counts when he's standing there with Mike Thomas. Yes. It's you feel like they should cut to the scene from Billy Madison. You're incoherent. Randomly, we're all yeah. dumber for having been here. Yep. At no point did that make. I was like, "What's going on?" I think he might be in on it. Is it all joke? Then? I think so it's all, all a joke. Just a joke. I think it's all a joke. That's I, that's where I am with it. Before, I just thought he was brain dead. Now, I think it actually might be in on it. So there's that. Yeah. So this one's you. This was, one's me. Yeah. So Brady Sorry, does not play well against the Saints historically. Mm-hmm. It just does not happen. He does not do that. Isn't there a Taysom Hill game on a Monday night where they knocked they've, off? Tampa not only that, they, they, they just slumped them. They slump them. Their defense has it. But this time, I think old Tommy Terrific, he's been – He's who's to say it's the same guy? Who's to say this isn't just some robotic model? It might just be. <laughs> that is out there doing things, and I think that Don't he will be impervious. Bucks 29, Saints 26. Bishop. Bucks 29, Saints 28. Oh. I knew that was coming. Yeah. Bourbon Street will be a rocking. Yeah. Uh, up next, gentlemen. Yeah, this is an interesting one. The Commanders of Washington. Want to know? Traveling on the road to Detroit City to take on the Lions and Kneecap Central. Boy, back in the day when we were on DLD and we're at the MGM ground downtown and palling around with Stafford, um, 
You dream for days like this. You dreamed for days like this. I cannot in good conscience pick the commies, and I'm not going to do it here. Come on, man. Let's go, Goff. Let's, Let's go, go, man. I seen it, man. We got to knock that losing out, man. We were so close. I love the way you guys fought, man. The fight is there, man. Now it's about the execution, man. If we can execute, <laughs> we don't throw execute. pick six, man. Come on. We're going to win. Come on. Let's time. go. I'm in. Bring back the old logo. Let's get a win, man. Come Do on, man. Leones. Come on. Seriously. Jared, man. Where's Jameson at, man? I'd love to get that guy back out there. Gotta get him out there, man. I'd love to get that guy out there. DeAndre Swift, man. Oh, boy, he is Can't Swift. you see, man? Can't you see? I love you guys, man. That's why I'm, that's why I'm emotional, man. That's how much it means to me. I'm at home at night. I'm crying. Crying, thinking about how we're going to beat the commies. <laughs> Up next, Atlanta hits the road after taking one on the chin last week to New Orleans. and It's a date with Aaron Donald and the Los Angeles Rams in SoFi. Is this, uh, I think this is a girl to yes, start this off. The Falcons' Z. loss, the, in the, the manner in which they lost, yeah. is going to be painful. Sure. The Rams, 10 days, everybody's trashing them. Yeah. They're going to make a statement. Rams, ram it. They do. Some big, but big Mariota. You week. saw it last week. I called for it. Mariota at the back door, still slinging it around with Cordero Patterson. Here come the gutless oh Cardinals. my God, Man. Pitts! Man. Ram it, thirty-one. Falcons twenty-two. Oh baby. Ooh. Oh baby. Wow, you got them scoring twenty-two. That's interesting. Uh, NFC West tilt is next, and it is the surprising one and zero. Geno Smith led Seattle Seahawks visiting Pedro, not Pedro's 49ers. Nerd. Dad, what do you think about our Niners? We looked terrible last week when we were playing in Chicago. I don't know if I can believe in Trey Lance, but it looks like some people believe in Trey Lance. If you saw the video going around, Dad. Nerd. Debo couldn't handle the slick pigskin. It was a problem. We beat ourselves. Now Elijah Mitchell's out. Guess what? The third-round pick stinks again. Same as last year. Kyle does not do that. Nate, I'm concerned right now. Jimmy G, bad for the room. Handsome guy. Nate, Niners, big, but not big enough. 26-18. Pedro's mustache, 90. Seahawks, 2. <laughs> By the way, my new hot seat candidate isn't uh, Kyle Shanahan. It's John Lynch. Ooh, John Lynch. You've changed You've changed paths Someone's got to take a fall and... Something tells me they're zero and one. The season. Trey Lance has had an interesting week. Have you seen? No, uh, no, you didn't get I that have. reference. <laughs> Boy, have I in the break? Not on their work computer. <laughs> That's but in not the break. for the kids at home. Oh, baby. Yeah, Zach Wilson esque. Well, he was living his best another, life doing another, something. Another okay. avenue in that. Yep. Okay. Next. <laughs> Up next, uh, the Arizona Cardinals. I don't know what they are. They suck. Uh, Raiders. They big. Suck. Huge ram it. Las Vegas. Same. Hosting the Cardinals. Raiders. 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 Next. Uh, the Bengals. 0-1. Visiting the 0-1 Cowboys. No one wants to start 0-2. Must win game here for both. McCarthy's blaming the, the coordinator. Kellen Moore. He's be smarter. You got to be smarter. And more, you guys are total bozo. He's smarter. You got to be smart and more conservative. How many rooms has Mike McCarthy been in the last ten years where he was the smartest? Like six, and none of them are at an NFL facility. Listen, let me tell you something. When he walked through here and looked like one of King Charles' fingers inside of a suit, I was like, <laughs> "This isn't the dude. 
That ain't it. That's no. not it. And yet Jarrah went, yep, sign me up. Bengals, Joe, Burrow. T. Higgins going to play. Practice today. Spin it around. For she's good? He's practicing today. Okay. So we're away. He missed yesterday out, for he's personal. Out, he's yesterday wasn't pro- concussion. He no, practiced no. Wednesday, too. Yeah, practiced. He's good. We're good. By the way, I don't, both of those feel so obvious to us that there's a lot there's of them. No though. way they both will. No, I know. No, way. I know. Next up, uh, late day on Sunday, Houston, fresh off a nice little tie, o o and one, visiting the o and one Denver Broncos. Did you see him going? Rush pass, guys. Run pass. Run pass, guys. Get used to it. Make it part of you. Run pass, guys. Run pass. By the way, you they're this? playing. Do you think that they could hear that? Do you think that? they can hear that, Russ? And then and somehow they late. bought into it. Like, I'm not so sure about Russ. Broncos, maybe, maybe 44. On that Texans, 30. Zagora. I can't support that. I can't support Nathaniel Hackett. Oh, I can't Bozo's support all this around. team until Javante Williams is allowed to be the let star, him live the star that he is he's destined the prince who was promised nathaniel hackett is gibbe as we are williams yes do not and melvin let gordon us live and melvin gordon the BPA. category is that buffoon <laughs> melvin gordon is the bpa he's the bpa that's it he's a crow it's a put me in that same category with nathaniel hackett you just were <laughs> And your anger shows that it hits close to home. Dead Niedermeyer. 44-37. Oh, God. Here's a Sunday night football. Why are there so many 10-point spreads? What's going on? Why why do the national networks continue to think that just because these two teams were once a rivalry, that this game is still good enough to put on national TV? It hasn't been interesting since Smoke and Jay. Because people are idiots, and they see brands, and there's familiarity. It's the same re- – the Cowboys forever run Sunday night, even when they sucked. The Bears suck now, even Bears though they got to win. at Packers. What What are we Aaron doing? Aaron Rodgers looks like a peaky blinder, for God's sakes, with this new haircut. Packers by a billion. Relax. Lazard's back, folks. Yoge. I mean, there's no way – just so for the record – we're, I mean, there's no way. This is this could be a bloodbath. Who Proceed knows? with caution, I mean, but then when we get them all, we'll be chesty. That's fine. Go There's to bed so by many 10 of these. It'll be great. There are so many of these where it feels like too obvious and oppo. Like, I could have oppoed eight of these. Yeah. This is a strange. It's a weird one. Like, the only game that I even feel, like, reasonably comfortable with. Well, the last one. Is ours. And the last one. I mean, I there's do, no but way that's the Bears. a lot. That's a lot. He it's a hammers lot. them. Historically. It's a lot. All right, we'll do our score coming up next. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Elk and Elk, serious lawyers, serious injuries. Call 1-800-ELK-OHIO for a free case review. Elk and Elk is a proud partner of your Cleveland Browns. Pods just dropped off the game posters. My oh. goodness gracious. Oh. Mean, how great is that? It'd be so nice if just right here there was a button so I could look at it and know, know you were on. what it is. Because they're very nice yeah. to us. They pot us down in the, in yeah, the break. So for sure. Even sometimes when you first turn it back on. You tap it, I tap it, and yeah. it's not on. It's the Zagura even though it's rule on. Because Zagura talks it right on. through things when yeah. you go, hey, we're up. We're going to be up here. 
which means stop talking, but it doesn't really matter. Your act is tired, bro. Nathaniel Hackett it's back tired. there. Hackett, it's tired. Hackett. Yeah. Why don't you kick a 64-yarder? Go keep relying on the seven don't percenters. Take your time out. Yeah. Let's get a timeout here, E. Let's get a timeout. Well, Let's get a timeout, Hack. I mean, if it's the over/under, I'm probably to, winning that. Are they trying to draw it off? <laughs> no, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Let's get a timeout here, E. <laughs> Did you see what the University of Texas spent on Arch Manning's official visit to the University of Texas? Before we pick our game, $380,000 on a weekend. Not enough. They got him, so it was enough. Enough. As it turned out. How do you spend $380,000 in Austin, Texas on a weekend? Just entertaining. Well, there's lots of options. That's a lot. <laughs> now you know. <laughs> and now you know. No, that doesn't cost that much. That's not $300,000 for that. I knew he'd like that. Be a big fan. Oh, now he's really back. Now he's back. All right, uh, it is us. It is the Jets. Why not? The Hoff is there, 73-10. to 10. Browns. Browns, 73. Jets, zero. Take that, Flacco. Yeah. Looking at 17-4 and four against us, bro. Staring it right in the face. Going to be a fun one. Enjoy it. Should be picture perfect. I mean, it should be an incredible uh, get day. Get into your seats early. There is a lot of things planned. A lot of people in this building have worked really hard. And there's going to be some really cool moments and, and things leading up to kick and through. Kick. A tease. A score is oh, a Oh, give it. A tease and a give it. Oh, baby. There you go. The next level is coming up next. We're back here on Monday to break it all down. Cleveland Browns Daily 850 ESPN Cleveland. You've been listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, a production of the Cleveland Browns and ESPN 850 WKNR.